Welcome to the morning community of Northridge Vineyard. Our deepest desire is that you will encounter Jesus as you listen in to our morning gathering. If you'd like to find out more about us, check out our website, northridge.org.au forward slash mornings. Now, uh, this morning we are continuing our summer series, which um, over the past, I think, four or five years, we've done this, which is hearing stories from around our, for those in our community. And um, I think I said it last week, but this series is always, it's one of my favorite series that we do at church um, because you guys are all so fantastic. <laughs> um, but also just love hearing stories and what God is doing. And, you know, um, one of our values in the vineyard is that everyone gets to play, that God, there's a place for everyone in our community, in um, in being together. And so it's so wonderful to hear people's stories and what God is doing. And every single time, without fail, when I chat to people afterwards, people go, oh my gosh, that story was exactly what I needed to hear. Or that part of that person's story was exactly where I was at. Or that spoke to me. Or, oh my gosh, I didn't realize we had this in common and there's a new connection made. And so um, so I just want to encourage you as people share over the next couple of weeks to just really ask the Lord, you know, what does he want to say to you through other people's story? Because testimony is very powerful. Um, and it's something that God uses over and over again um, to draw us closer to him and also to bring people to him, um, as we will hear this morning. Anyway, so this morning uh, I have the joy of introducing to you Kathy Horan, the lovely Kathy. Kathy, why don't you come up? We can give her a little clap. Yes, I can just check that that's all good. Is that over your ear? up the back there. Have you got it there? Does that feel secure? Okay, you on? Am I on? Can you hear me? Okay, does that feel secure over your ears? Just that side maybe. <laughs> oh, is that one? Oh, I can't feel that one. Oh, no, there it is. Okay, yes. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Tef technical, technical difficulties. Excuse us for a sec. Thank you, so, Kathy, um, thank you so much for sharing this morning. Oh, I was just thinking, how long have you been at Northridge? Nearly nine years. Nine years. Oh, nearly double figures. Yes. That's exciting. After nearly 50 years of not being at church. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing that in, you. your, in your story this morning. Can I pray for you sure. and pray for us? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for Kathy. We thank you for her story. We thank you for all that you have done in and through her. And Lord, I pray that you would just be with her as she shares, that you would speak through her this morning. And Lord, would you open our hearts and ears to hear what it is that you want to say to each of us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. It uh, should be. Thank you. Morning, everyone. Hey, for those who don't know me, I'm Kathy. I was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois, in the U.S. Came to Australia for one year, nearly 47 years ago. <laughs> I have three absolutely amazing, beautiful daughters, 
two amazing and wonderful sons-in-law, six grandchildren, but the second one lives with God and sits on the lap of Jesus. When I was given the theme Christian community, it immediately brought thoughts of people worshiping together, serving together, doing life together, supporting and giving to those in need, and learning about God's word and following it together. I also Googled to see what the definition of church community was, because when I read it to someone, they said, Kath, what's it got to do with community? It's all about you. (laughs) So I Googled, and it says, the importance of church community is that churchgoers and leaders alike help create a community within the church that glorifies Christ. The unity and diversity within the church enriches the church community, equipping people in the church for righteousness, to glorify Christ, and spread the news of his love and salvation that extends to all people. I come from a Greek background, and I was raised Greek Orthodox. My family followed all the religious and cultural traditions, and I attended Sunday school every week and received pins and badges for my attendance because I never missed a week. Apart from the special communion breakfasts and playing Mary in the Sunday School Nativity play, there wasn't much more I knew about our church community. The Sunday School class often went up to church for the last half hour, but as it was in Greek, and I didn't speak Greek, as the saying goes, it was all Greek to me. (laughs) We didn't talk about God or discuss what the message in church was, although my grandmother often quoted scripture to me. Matthew 17:20 was one she often spoke of, having the faith of a mustard seed, as well as John 14:23, let your heart not be troubled nor let it be afraid. That's helped me in a lot of times. As a baby and a toddler or a child and a child, I was taken to church, but at the start of my teens it suddenly stopped when my dad had an eye operation and couldn't drive anymore. This attended my attendance at Sunday school and church, and I was left adrift. And as Rob used a word this morning when you we were praying, disconnected. I was definitely disconnected. Although I still believed in God and hadn't gone to church for over 50 years, my life began to unravel, and I guess I lost sight of God. In 2013, things really came to a head, and I went through a very, very difficult time in many, many ways. I was feeling lost and even more separated from God, the church, and all that goes with it. Didn't realize just how much. One night in complete desperation from all that was going on, I cried out in bed to God, what more do you want from me? At that time when I needed it most, and a day or two from that desperate cry, my good friend Christine invited me to a community event at her church. It was the Yahoo Yabba Dabba Do night. <laughs> Everyone was so friendly and welcoming, and the following Sunday, the 2nd of June, I attended Northridge. This single act of community brought me back to church and to a deeper relationship with God. I often call Christine my earth angel for getting me back to church and having that relationship with God, but she always says, it wasn't me, I was only doing what God prompted me to do. I immediately felt at home and no longer adrift as this loving church community opened their hearts and arms to me, 
inviting me to be a part of it. Church community, I was now a part of it, but didn't fully understand the impact that it would have on my life. I remember one of the first sermons I attended. Phil had asked us, how many of you know your neighbors, your neighbors' names, their children's names, and what they do for work? It was a practical sermon teaching us about the local community and how to become more involved. Being part of the Northridge community, I became more and more entrenched in it, giving my time, my love, service, care, and donations to the church and others in need. Northridge is involved in many community activities in which to bring more people to church and to glorify Christ. This is how I came to be at Northridge and how I then became more involved in the community. At the end of 2013, as part of the Northridge community, I helped wrap Christmas presents at the Warunga Christmas Fair and in Easter, at Easter 2014, delivered hot cross buns with Christine to a nursing home. I joined a life group which taught me more about God's word, serving the community and reaching out to the world. I joined the storehouse team and storehouse banquet, serving them and praying with them and for them. I joined the women's Bible study group of which I'm pleased to be a part and that allows me to provide worship activities, facilitate a study every now and then, and to provide and serve morning tea. Another community event that I'm part of is the Yahoo team, which plans the events to bring those who are young at heart or others together in fellowship. Again, it was one of these events which brought me to Northridge. Many people that we invite that aren't from our church have since come to church or to the women's Bible study group just because of those activities. After one of Kim Sherlock's sermons using the letters from the word bless, I made brownies to take to my staff. When they said, oh, you've been baking again, I explained this was to bless them as it was part of the sermon at my church. I'm getting a little more bold in being able to spread the word. <laughs> when I met my brand new neighbors who'd only moved in a few days earlier, I invited them to wine and cheese night at my house at the end of the week to meet some of the other neighbors. I also reached out to another one of my neighbors to see if she'd like to attend church one Sunday, and she did, and she came for some time. Our church community extends beyond Northridge and Thornley. When Kim went to Tanzania to see her sponsor child, this prompted me to become a sponsor to a little girl called Happiness who shares a birthday with me, and she'll be four next week. We've had church members go to Crossroads in Hong Kong, which is a community of volunteers, and I was blessed to be able to go in 2016 with Karen and Paul to help in any way I could. I was fortunate to work in the school there. That's my job, by the way. <laughs> um, being part of a church community has given me God again and all that comes with it. I now walk with God, and have a relationship with him, which has strengthened my faith, and I have accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Other community activities that I've participated in, which brings more people in, is card making, the craft connection, and Excite, which extends to the wider local area, bringing people to know God's love, and hopefully bring them to church and a relationship with Jesus. I have been so blessed, and I'm so grateful that through church community, a church community event, I was back, sorry, 
I've been so blessed and I'm so grateful that through a church community event, I was brought back to the Lord, learning his word and trying to become more Christ-like. I want to continue to serve and reach out to others so that they know the love of Christ Jesus. As Jesus said, I come not to be served, but to serve. We have so much talent in our church. I'm sure if we could provide other experiences to bring more people into this church and to God's love. This has prompted me to continue serving and got me thinking of new ways to reach out to the community. One of my ideas combines two of my favorite things, Christmas and craft. I'd like to hold a Christmas craft fair in the weeks leading up to Christmas. Christmas uh, craft fairs always bring lots of people. Being part of this church community has blessed me with wonderful friends who provide laughter, friendship, support, and prayers, as well as helping me to grow closer to God. I have grown and continue to grow so much through church community, and I learn from the examples of others. So I thank God and I ask him to bless you, my church family, every day. Being part of a church community is being part of God's community. And I thank you all for being part of this, my church family. Bless you. Thank you, Kathy. Thank I'd love you. to just pray for you as you finish. Wasn't it lovely? It was wonderful hearing the stories. And um, particularly, I just loved hearing all those folk that you kept inviting to different things. You obviously love having people over and inviting. That's something that we can see. That helped you. with Kim's sermon. Yeah, good. About bless. <laughs> good. All right. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we thank you for Kathy. Lord, we thank you for the obvious passion that she has for people. Lord, we ask that, um, yeah, just that we, we ask that you would take her on in this journey that you've brought her into as you've called her back into church family, into church community. Lord, we pray that you would increase in her a desire to share that love and forgiveness and mercy that she's experienced in you. Lord, we ask and we thank you for the, the creativity that the Holy Spirit is giving her all these different ideas. Lord, we ask for more of that. Just pray for your anointing of your spirit to flood her and fill her now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Bless Rob. you. Wonderful. It's good inspiration, isn't it? And I, you know, one of the things that reminded me is that it's the Lord who is doing this kind of work. It's the Lord that's calling others into his body, it's the Lord who gives us ideas and creativity. Um, so we just say, more Lord, more Lord for all of us. Now, um, Chris Chilton is going to be sharing with us this morning. He hasn't been able to be here in person. Um, Chris and I actually work quite closely together. So for about a year now, Chris has been our church administrator, um, regularly here on usually Wednesdays and Fridays through the week. Some of you know Chris well, some of you might not at all. Um, and so we're just we're thrilled that he can share with us. Uh, he normally, he and his wife normally go to the evening community, but he's going to be sharing uh, with us something of what God's been doing. So we're just going to watch him on video now. Thank you, Rob and Bon, for the opportunity to share at uh, Morning Community. Um, I think uh, I would have preferred to have been able to do this in person, 
but I've had to record it. So I hope this works for all of you who might be physically in church or, uh, or watching online. Um, Robin Bonner asked if I could just share a little bit of my journey over the last little while and some of the things that I've learned and hopefully be an encouragement for you. Um, perhaps before I do that, uh, just a little bit of context. Um, my wife, Ruth, and myself and our family have been part of Northridge since the, uh, since the early days. Um, and we were at uh, Morning Community for quite a while. But uh, we, about five years ago, we moved across to the Evening Community um, and mainly to um, support and encourage Chris and Jen, who at that stage were very, uh, very fresh and, and new in the, uh, in the pastoral role. Um, have to say they've done an amazing, amazing job. A wonderful folk. They've took what was a very small uh, group of people and they've grown it, uh, not just in terms of numbers, but also um, in terms of depth of understanding and, and aspiration. So, um, yeah, we, we, we love those guys. Um, good value. Uh, which means that for some of you, um, you may have come across us in the past but haven't seen us for a while, and others you may have no idea uh, who Chris Chilton is. So uh, just a little bit of a background there. My wife and I, um, we have four adult kids. Three of those are uh, married, and we're blessed with six grandkids at this stage. And we have a son uh, who's living in Newcastle, and he's engaged to be married later this year. Um, I suppose uh, some of the things I just wanted to share is a little bit about uh, family and health aspects, um, a little bit about my work environment, and a little bit also then about um, praying for strangers, effectively. So the first one, um, as a family, we've had quite a few health challenges um, over the last five years, I suppose. So my dad died in UK about five years ago, and then more challenging um, Ruth's dad uh, also died um, about nine months ago, but because of COVID, um, we weren't able to be there. And Ruth effectively um, was with her dad via um, FaceTime um, as he died uh, in the middle of the night in in UK, which was obviously not how we would have liked it to be. Um, but some good things have come out along the way. We've also had quite a few health challenges. Our, our son-in-law had a... Um, a brain tumour, which was sort of touch and go for a while and had a major operation and and has come through that. Uh, we also had our, um, our eldest daughter um, during pregnancy had um, discovered a bit of an issue around um, fluid around the baby's, um, baby's heart, uh, which can be quite serious. And um, Ruth and I were lying in bed as we took this phone call. And uh, as I heard the conversation, um, I just had a very, very strong sense of um, God saying, all will be well. It's probably the closest I've come to, a, a, you know, a, a verb, verbal um, announcement <laughs> from Father. Uh, you know, I, I could actually almost hear him say it. Um, I wasn't really sure of the context. I think in Isaiah 3, um, there's something similar to that. But I just felt really strongly to say to Hannah, look, all will be well. And over the, the coming months, we, uh, we took that, um, those few words and prayed into that situation in faith. And uh, the wonderful, um, the thing, the fluid disappeared and we now have an absolutely beautiful um, granddaughter um, alive and well and in full health. 
Uh, we've also had uh, our other daughter, Lizzie, had a couple of miscarriages, which was obviously, you know, quite distressing for her and, and for us. And then um, she's uh, currently pregnant uh, with five weeks or so to go. And um, again, has had a few scares and, and, and needs to has needed to pop into hospital for checkups and so on. So um, I guess what we have learned through all of those very different experiences that we just have to trust in the Lord and lean not in our own understanding. That's from Proverbs. Um, you know, beyond our understanding, all we could do was just um, commit to prayer. And we have prayed an awful lot in the last few years for all sorts of situations. Um, some of those things have come out good, others not so good. But, you know, we felt that that was the only thing as believers we could do was just to press in and trust. And so that's what we did. Um, I've also had my own challenges with with, with health. Um, cutting a very long story short, um, five years ago I had a stroke. I've had some issues with heart atrial fibrillation um, and um, ended up in hospital a couple of times with concussion and broken bones from falling off, off my bike. So um, I guess some of those things are um, my own fault. Um, but I have just really appreciated just the, the friendship, the community, uh, close family, church family, people gathering around uh, and, you know, coming to visit and words of encouragement and gifts and all sorts. So I suppose we have just felt really um, very much loved and cared for um, in some of those challenging circumstances. Um, the second brief theme is work. Um, I worked for, um, you know, the last... 10, 20 years as a uh, as an independent um, consultant and, and project manager. And all of that came to a grinding halt uh, with COVID. And um, I felt that my sort of retirement had been forced upon me um, and just felt very unsatisfactory, really, but disappointing uh, just to walk out the building one day, um, hand him a computer and nobody be there because no one was at work. Um, as it turned out, I'm not sure if everyone's aware of this, but um, I've been working for the church at Northridge for the last year. Um, I stepped into um, some of the space that Phil um, used to, to uh, fill, there you go, um, in terms of the facilities and um, finance and, and governance and insurance and those sort of things. Um, that's all been really satisfying for me. I think the main thing is to be part of a team, um, just, behind the scenes trying to make um, Northridge and Northridge family um, the best it can be and uh, it's been a wonderful blessing for me and uh, yeah I hope to be able to input into the, the staff in the office and, and those beyond um, that's 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 fantastic um, the last piece is uh, really just Ruth and I have uh, we did uh, the School of King Ministry last year um, and one of the things, or lots of things we learned from that, but one of the things was just uh, an encouragement to be bold in stepping out um, and being willing to pray um, for people, but particularly for strangers. So we started practicing um, with each other and you know, giving words or, or, or praying for people. And then we just tried to have an open mind as to what God might be putting in front of us. And uh, Three things. One was that we needed uh, to, new carpets and uh, we bumped into this fella in the carpet shop and we probably 
met him four or five times um, and we were able to say, look, um, can we pray for you? Because we noticed he had an injury. We prayed for his arm. We then he asked if we could pray for his leg, his foot. Um, and then it turned out that his mum was, you know, terminally ill and we just prayed into that situation. And then as God would have it, um, I phoned him sort of late one afternoon and um, he was literally in hospital and said, look, mum's dying now. And so I was able to say, can, can we pray for you and for your mum as she passes on? And that was really special. Um, second opportunity was um, we were looking to buy a new bed. And uh, in David Jones, there was a lady who uh, was selling us the bed, but she, uh, she had some pains in her back and so on. And Ruth was uh, emboldened to say, look, you know, can we pray for you? And she said, what, here in David Jones? And we said, yeah. So uh, we were able to pray for her. And she was she was grateful for that, too. And then the third example, um, I'm not sure if everyone's aware, but we managed to uh, replace the roof of, of the church building, um, you know, sometime last year. And it took about two weeks and I was up on the, the roof just inspecting the work um, on the last day or two. And I was chatting with one of the one of the, the, the workers on the roof who shared that he had a few issues and challenges um, related to family and finance. And I just said, look, you know, can I pray for you? And um, he was very open to it. We prayed for about five minutes um, on the roof of the church. Now, that's the first time I've ever done that. And I'm guessing it'd probably be the last time. But um, all I wanted really to share with you is that um, God, I think, has given Ruth and I and me um, a boldness to step into the spaces and the opportunities that the Lord seems to have given us when it comes to um, being willing to to pray um, for strangers. And every, every time we've offered to pray, people have said yes, and it's been a real blessing. So that's just a little bit about me and my journey over the last five years. It hasn't been easy. Uh, we've had a few challenges, but um, we've learned to just press in and, and trust the Lord. Um, and we've also um, grown a bit in boldness in terms of prayer, um, particularly for strangers. So I hope that can be an encouragement to um, some of you folk and that you'll find a, a way of exercising some of those things that uh, the Lord's blessed us with. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. That's fantastic. Um, such an encouragement and reminder for us, isn't it? I love um, just those stories of praying for folk. I'm often reminded it's as simple as, can I pray for you now? <laughs> Isn't it? That what we're called to.